what is up, everybody, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them and their 2024 ride of the week because we're already moving into the 2024 rides little by little. So I'm excited about that. But before we get into any of that, though, let's get into what Jerry Jones had to say over the weekend. On Friday, he had a quite a lengthy media availability session with Cowboys reporters, and he shared some interesting quotes, some eyebrow-raising type quotes. And more than anything, he had one that I thought was kind of frustrating because he talked about Dak Prescott's current contract situation. And that is a big controversial item among Cowboys fans. And I think that in large part, it has to do with somewhat of a misunderstanding of Dak Prescott's contract value, contract numbers, etc., etc. For example, whenever you talk about Dak Prescott's contract, with somebody that maybe doesn't necessarily like Dak Prescott as a Cowboys starting QB for whatever reason, usually a quote similar to the one that I'm about to say comes up in the conversation. Oh, yeah, Dak's good. Dak's good enough, but he's not worth $40 million per year. We hear that a lot. But at the end of the day, Dak Prescott has never even occupied more than $20 million of cap space for the Cowboys because the salary cap doesn't really reflect what the player is earning on a year-to-year -year basis. It is more of an accounting system that can be manipulated, and we'll get into that a little bit later on the show. We have broken that down previously on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime, but let's get into what Jerry Jones had to say on Friday, and then we'll get into the questions. We'll get into the comments. I have a question for you. Uh, so before we do any of that, let's actually get into what Jerry Jones had to say. And this is via John Michoda from The Athletic. Jerry Jones's quote is, we want to get help around him, around Dak Prescott. But as we know, we want to get all the help around him. But as we know, when you have a competitive paid quarterback in the NFL, then you're not going to be able to get the most killed around him. That's This is what Jerry Jones said. He added, you're going to have to pick your spots and you're going to have to be a little slower one year than the next year. Not slow in terms of speed, just in what you're doing. You cannot, this is the key part, ladies and gentlemen, this is the key part. You cannot play that position. Forget that. Gary's talking about the QB position in general. You can't pay that position at that level, take that of the available dollars, and then put the exact thing around him. But I struggle with this, and here's why. I struggle with this. We can break it down into two parts. We can break it down into the cap side of things, and we can break it down into the cash side of things. But before we actually break it down here on the show, do me a favor and let me know in the chat 
Do you agree or disagree with what Jerry Jones is saying? Do you agree or disagree? Oh my God, man, I this cannot be happening right now. The camera does not have a battery. But bro, I charged it. <laughs> Don't worry, we will get this fixed. It's just going to be a little bit chaotic. I'm going to switch to this light here really quickly. Man, this had to happen, didn't it? I, I'm kind of getting used to this new camera. This is an absolute fail. Uh, I will take full responsibility for that. But don't worry. The show must go on. The show must go on, and it will. We have uh, somewhat of experience, you know, dealing with chaotic stuff on the radio, on the broadcast boot. So we're going to get this fixed. Jerry Jones can say whatever he wants. Actually, you know what? This is the perfect moment to drop the question for you guys. Do you agree or disagree with what Jerry Jones has to say? We'll roll with the punches here. Toxic Tom says, Mo does not have enough pie to get a camera battery. Yep. Listen, when you pay, when you pay the QB this much money, you don't get, <laughs> you don't get to, <laughs> you don't get to, to have a charged battery pack. Doesn't work like that. Does not work like that. When you when you pay the QB, you you don't have that money. So do you agree or disagree with what Jerry Jones had to say? And we're about to get these fixed right now. All right, here we go. I just hope the shot is not uh you know completely affected by this whole thing. Let's see. Let's let's take the risk and show you. Oh yeah, it's messed up. <laughs> There you go. Mo does not have enough pie to get a camera battery. That's because of Dak Prescott's contract. My bad. Bruce says, Jerry's just giving us the old film flim flam again. Ricky says, do not extend Dak. Cut him instead. Oh, I don't think that is the way to go here. Uh, let's see if this works. All right. I think we're back. I think we're back. Not, not entirely. Not entirely, but maybe, maybe that should work. Sorry about the chaotic moment here on the show. Sometimes it happens. We will roll with the punches here a little bit. Do you agree or disagree with what Jerry Jones had to say? Let me know in the chat. And we will get into more questions here later on the show. <laughs> that had to happen tonight, didn't it? Anyways, we'll, we'll get this fixed. We cannot move up for that, says Roderick. I think that uh, Ricky is suggesting moving up for CJ Stroud. I know that that took kind of a life of its own because of an article over at Sports Illustrated, but that's not really a possibility. I don't think that uh, who suggested it thinks that it's a real possibility. So we can forget about that for sure. CJ Stroud is getting drafted in the top five of the NFL draft more than likely. Cowboys are not going to trade up for that at all. Let's break it down. Uh, you know, the cash impact, the cash side of things, because I disagree with what Jer I disagree with what Jerry had to say. The cash impact of things. Say that you cannot pay enough to other players in order to get, you know, Dak, uh, some help. All the help in the world, as Jerry Jones called it, according to him, right? Let's say that that is the case. Then why, from 2021 to 2022, are the Cowboys the second lowest spending team in the NFL? 
This is in terms of cash. We have discussed this before on the show. According to overthecap.com, from 2021 to 2022, the Cowboys are the second lowest spending team in the entire NFL. So it's not that you don't have cash. And when you break it down and shout out to Andrew Brandt, former Green Bay Packers executive and one of the guys that brought Aaron Rodgers in, he did a fantastic job breaking down how cash is spread out around your team every single year and the salary cap side of things. He had this to break down. Drafted players have four-year contracts. You get six to eight drafted players every single year, right? That's how it works. So that means that around 24 to 32 players that are on your 53-man roster are still on their rookie deals, four-year contracts for drafted players. Now, on average, those players will have a cap number of around $1 million on average. Sure, the first round guy is gonna pay a lot, is gonna get paid a lot more, but on average, it's gonna come out at one million cap number per player. That means that your salary cap will have around $30 million, uh, $30 million occupied by players who are on rookie deals, which in turn means that based on the 2023 numbers, you have somewhere around $190 million to $200 million to pay less than half of your roster. Because $30 million goes to the players on rookie deals that are 24 to 32 players on your 53-man roster. That's over 50%, clearly. You have $190 to $200 million to pay less than half of your roster, right? Now, the cash spending minimum is 90% of the salary cap over three-year periods. So you don't have to spend 90% of the 2023 cap space just from 2021 to 2023, whatever the total salary cap is for those three years, you need to spend 90% of that money. That is so easy to do. That is extremely easy to do. For example, you, you, <laughs> it's, it's, it's frustrating. The Cowboys can have over 50% of the roster made by drafted players on rookie deals, and you get almost $200 to spend on the other less than half percent of your, less than half, excuse me, of your roster. Cash is not an issue. We know that. So if we're talking about cash, whatever Jerry Jones had to say about not having enough money to pay other players, it's BS at the end of the day. We, we have to tell it like it is. Now, what about the salary cap? Because, you know, that's the accounting system. Teams cannot go over a certain number. But you tell me if Dak Prescott has really had a big cap number throughout his career. This is via Warren Sharp, 2016, half million dollars. We know that he was a fourth rounder, so you're going to get very low numbers in there. The one year that he exceeded the $20 million mark was in 2020 when he played under the franchise tag. That was not a long-term deal or anything like that. A $31.4 million tag, not flexible at all. 
2021 with his new contract, cap number was $17.2 million. You cannot look at me with a straight face and tell me that you cannot work with a $17.2 million cap number for your quarterback. 2022, that goes up to 19.7. And then 2023, yeah, it goes to $49 million, but it's not really that because the Cowboys are extending Dak Prescott or at worst, they are restructuring his contract and lowering that cap number. So yeah, I kind of don't believe that Jerry Jones is telling us the truth here by claiming that you cannot expect to pay your quarterback and expect to pay the rest of the roster. It just does not add up when you actually look at the numbers and you study how teams are built. Doesn't work like that. So I think that the most likely thing to play out this offseason is the Cowboys restructure Dax deal and they open up a lot of cap space, but I don't think that they will end up being this big time spending team just based on what Jerry Jones is saying. Because it sure sounds like they're using that as an excuse. They're still using Dak Prescott's deal as an excuse to not spend a lot of money in the market in 2023. Let's see what you guys have to say. Regina says the cap goes up every year too. Yeah, and that is that is why you can manipulate the salary cap as much as you can. Because you can you know, kick the can down the road by restructuring these deals and lowering salaries by converting them into signing bonuses and all of that. You can, you can keep doing that because you know that the salary cap is going to go up and up and up. The reason why that happens is the salary cap is a percentage of the league earnings, right? So every year, the league earnings go up and they go up dramatically too because the league is in, ex in expansion mode in a lot of ways. So it, it's going to keep going up. That's right. Toxic Tom, shout out to you, sir. Sorry, I think that I had not read a comment from you. Oh, no, yeah, I did earlier when the camera gate thing happened. Uh, Mo, I hate saying this, but I'm just ready. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> so sick of this man holding this team up due to his fragile ego. G Maravilla says there are a lot of real good free agents this year. And we'll get into that a little bit later and, and where, whether or not the Cowboys will pursue them. Inez Gomez says, no matter what he said about Dak, we'll get the Cowboys a Super Bowl win, says Inez. Uh, Gregory says, Tom, at this point, the Cowboys are the same as the Reds, the Cincinnati Reds. Let's see here. Uh, Katharina, thank you for joining the show. Dwayne says, the Dallas Cowboys will never get anywhere because of Jerry Jones. He's selfish. All the money in the world doesn't care about the fans, nor the players. We will never get anywhere with Jerry Jones. And listen, not if they keep doing the same things, right? Not, not if they look, look at the past Super Bowl winners. They've all had great off seasons before winning the Super Bowl. The Eagles didn't win it, but they were in the Super Bowl because they had a fantastic off season. They made big moves. They figured out they had to help out Jalen Hurts and they had put help around him. Look at the Jaguars. And I know that the Jaguars did not make it into the Super Bowl or the AFC Championship game, 
But they figured out, okay, Trevor Lawrence is a real deal. He is on a rookie deal, so it's not exactly the same as Dak Prescott's case. But they had a cap space and they had cash. And the Cowboys have both of those things. Because they might, they might be a little bit in the red when it comes to cap space, but they can change that in a heartbeat by restructuring key players that are feasible to be restructed, like restructured. Like I'm not talking about maybe restructuring Tyron Smith, which might not be ideal, or Ezekiel Elliott. I'm talking about Marcus Lawrence, Zach Martin, guys who actually make sense to restructure. So the Cowboys have that possibility to open up around $40 million with just, you know, in, in the bat of an eye. So I, I don't consider the Cowboys to have a salary cap issued because they, they really don't. I mean, Derek Carr visited the Saints, even though at the time they were like $56 million over the cap. You tell me if the salary cap really keeps you from doing crazy things, or you can just look at the Rams as well. Uh, a couple of years ago, I mean, sure, things didn't play out for them in 2022, but that was more of an injury uh, plague kind of thing. Sure, they're they're doing some crazy stuff with their salary cap to try to reset and try to regain some draft picks. But if things were, you know, if players were out there doing a, a better job, or if it wasn't a personnel issue is what I mean, the Rams would still be full steam ahead, all in, getting big name free agents and all of that. So my point here is, you know, the Cowboys can do more because cash is also not an issue. Oh, I was, I was talking about the Jaguars too. I was using them as an example. They are the third highest spending team since 2021 because they figured out, oh, we've got Trevor Lawrence they added a couple of key wide receivers. They added Evan Engram. They built him a team on offense because on defense, they still kind of suck. They need to do a lot a, a lot of work on that side of things. But anyways, uh, speaking of what Jerry Jones had to say on Friday and potential lies, it was not all about Dak Prescott's deal. He actually said that the Cowboys could go out there and signing a big-name free agent. Make a splash. That could happen this year, said Jerry Jones. We'll get into the full quote. But before we do that, let me know in the chat, do you think the Cowboys are going to make a splash this offseason? Yes or no? Let me know in the chat, yes or no, the Cowboys are making a big splash. And while you do that, and before I give you my answer, and we get into the into the into the full Jerry Jones quote. Let me talk to you about our friends over at Freeman Mazda, because the ride of the week brings you this show every single night. This is a family-owned business, has been so for over 65 years, and you can check out their dealership over at Irving, Texas. You can also check out their wide range of new and used vehicles over at freemanmazda.net in there you can check out the features of every vehicle that they have you can check out pictures of the outside of the inside of the car and as we do every single night from thursday from sunday through thursday at 8 p.m it is time for us to talk about the ride of the week 
because this time is it is a 2024 vehicle. It is a 2024 CX90 3.3 turbo preferred plus all wheel drive. This one starts at $47,900. It's got an all wheel drive feature, Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, a Wi-Fi hotspot, which is a game changer, adaptive cruise control, a sunroof, third row sitting, perfect for families, and a miles per gallon capacity of 24 when you are in the city. That goes up to 28 when you are in the highway. So make sure that you check out the ride of the week over at freemanmazda.net. Make sure you check it out once more, freemanmazda.net. So, yes or no, is Jerry Jones and the Cowboys, are they making a big splash? Let's see what you guys have to say. Toxic Tom says, sure they will. <laughs> with the laughing emojis. Rika says, no, we never do. Charlene Evans, brainstorming. I love it. Do you think the fans can donate $1 a piece and buy the Cowboys? Maybe that way we could sign some players out there. Michael goes with no. Holly goes with yes. Joey Bella says, si Dios quiere. <laughs> no way for Sonny. I hope so. No, for Charlene. Brett goes with no. I don't think so. Derek says no. Jones are all talk. I think the one splash that the Cowboys could make is OBJ. Other than that, I don't see them doing it. So that would be my answer. Now, let's get into, though, into Jerry Jones's full quote when it comes to the free agency thing. He said, don't dismiss us doing something special with the right veteran free agent. Any place I would in a New York minute if I think that it fits a lot of what I'm sitting here talking about. If, it's, if it fits more than a short-term situation for us, says Jerry Jones. Jones has also said that he's still interested in OBJ as he was in 2022 during the season. So maybe that's a very specific situation to really monitor it does seem like the Cowboys front office is kind of in love with the OBJ thing. And I wouldn't mind. Like, I would love signing OBJ. That's that's an, a signing that I would be greatly interested in. But I don't know. Like, it's the clauses of Jerry Jones' sentences that get me, right? Don't dismiss us doing something special with the right veteran free agent any place if i think that it fits or any place if it fits more than a short-term situation for us man why wouldn't it fit right that's that's kind of my thing here and i'm not talking even even about obj Specifically, I'm talking over the last few years, you've had a team that is supposedly close to being a contender, right? Heck, going into 2023, you are the third odds-on favorite in the NFC. And there is not a single guy out there that, one, fits what you're looking for or... There's not a guy out there that is the right veteran free agent 
and there is no one out there that can benefit you in more ways than just the short-term way. Meanwhile, the Chiefs are going to sign somebody. I don't know who, but they're going to make some moves, or at least they did the year before. The Eagles, even with their salary cap situation, might still add talent. Every other team that is a legitimate contender is out there actually making moves. It's too many clauses for me in Jerry Jones' sentences, in the way that, the Jerry, that Jerry Jones discusses this whole thing. So I, I, I'm, I don't buy it that they're going to make a splash this offseason. And I'm not talking about making a guy the highest paid ever at his position or something like that. I'm talking about adding free agents that can give you that extra push towards what you're looking for, which is the Super Bowl. As, as much as I think that the Cowboys have actually nailed their drafting over the last few years, or at least they have been decent to good, you, you need that extra thing. You need that extra push in free agency. That's what some of these best teams do every single year. Toxic Thompson, because Kansas City and Philly actually want to win. Ricky says money is why it won't fit. And Ricky is, in my opinion, he's right. But here's, here's the thing that, that frustrates me. Money is why it won't fit, says Ricky. But we're not talking about the salary cap. And we're not talking about the available cash that the Cowboys have or, or how much they have spent over the last two years. It's just that they don't want to do it. It's like the Amari Cooper thing. Don't worry, I will not get back into that tonight at least. Toxic Tom says, Mo, at what point does the brand start to die? How many years of Jerry running this into the ground will people take? That's a good question. I think that, honestly, a lot, like, I don't think the brand will die. But I'm assuming that among younger generations, maybe the growth is not not as impressive as for other teams, but the Cowboys are too big, in my opinion. Like, I don't think that will happen. Or maybe that's because I am one of those sickos, like you, some, most of you and me, uh, sickos in a very good way. We can't stop thinking about it. Like, we're here every night, aren't we? <laughs> I, I don't think the Cowboys brand will lie, honestly. Or are we just destined to be the Knicks of the NFL? Yeah, I think we are. I think we kind of are. <laughs> I mean, there are some teams out there that are very popular that have never won it. They, they've never won the Super Bowl. And they're huge. Some of them have not even made the Super Bowl. And they're still huge. Not as huge as the Cowboys. They're not America's team. They're not that uh, most valuable franchise in the world. I don't see that dying, at least not in our lifetimes. I mean, maybe someday. Toxic Tom says, I'm here because I love ADC sports, not the Cowboys. <laughs> All right, I, I will allow that. I will allow that. Uh, speaking of, before we get out of here, oh no, we actually have more to get through before we get into the ADC sports news. Uh, and Anthony actually gives me the perfect transition, the perfect segue into that. Uh, any updates on Pollard? Yes, sir, actually. We have some updates on Pollard. We have some news to catch up on. But before we get into Tony Pollard, let's get into Terrence Steele a little bit here. Right tackle for the Cowboys, Bobby Belt. 
Cowboys insider, reported that the Cowboys are expected to place a second-round tender on restricted free agent offensive tackle Terrence Steele. The Cowboys have a desire to work towards a long-term deal as they consider him a key part of their core. For So first and foremost, uh, Cowboys free agency 101. What the heck does a second-round tender mean? Here it goes. Uh, tenders are exclusively for players who are restricted free agents. And players who are restricted free agents are those who don't have four accrued seasons in the NFL. Terrence Steele has been around since 2020, has played three seasons in the NFL, has accrued three of seasons, three of them of those seasons, excuse me, and he cannot become an unrestricted free agent. He cannot go out there and negotiate with any other team at as free with, with as much freedom as, as an unrestricted guy. Instead, the Cowboys can hit him with a second-round tender, which means he's going to get paid almost $5 million based on the league-wide numbers. And if another team says, you know what, I want Terrence Steele, they can offer him a deal. Let's say that they do. Rarely, this, this rarely happens, though, but let's say that, that it, they do. The Cowboys can match that offer or receive a second round in return, a second round pick. That's how tenders work, uh, 101. I know they are confusing as heck, so that's why I always want to introduce a little 101 in there. But good thing that the Cowboys are keeping turn still. I think that it was pretty much an automatic thing that it was going to happen. Uh, it would be amazing if the Cowboys are proactive and maybe they signed him to a long-term, low-cost deal. According to the Cowboys, Turin Steel is going to be ready. He's ahead in recovery and all of that. So we'll see if that's true or not when the time comes in training camp. But for now, we know that the Cowboys uh, still have Turin Steel and they are likely to still have him uh, over the long run. But we'll see if they do get that long-term deal in. I think that would be amazing. So an, uh, another piece of Cowboys catch-up, according to Ian Rappaport, the Cowboys are going to franchise stack Tony Pollard before Tuesday's deadline if they don't reach a long-term deal. Now, are the Cowboys and Pollard really working towards a long-term deal? I would say not. Jerry Jones said, you know, during his media availability session that you can never say never because you never know how things shake out as the deadline nears, but it doesn't sound like the Cowboys and Pollard are going to reach a, a long-term contract. Sounds like it's going to be a franchise tag. Sounds like it's essentially a done deal. And what I do think we know about the running back position moving forward, the one thing that I think we know is the Cowboys are keeping Pollard for one more season, at least. I don't know if Ezekiel Elliott is going to be around for 2023. I don't know if the Cowboys are going to draft Bijan Robinson in the first round. I don't know any of that. I know that Tanya Pollard is going to play for the Cowboys in 2023. That's what the Cowboys have been telling us, in my opinion, over the last few weeks. Uh, Lincoln says, and we've had discussions on this before on primetime. I go back and forth. Lincoln says, 
Do you think that it's a good idea to franchise Dak Pollard for $10 million? Or should the Cowboys draft a replacement? I think there are some front offices out there that would probably take the aggressive approach and get rid of Ezekiel Elliott and get rid of Tony Pollard and just try to rebuild it from scratch, uh, maybe drafting a replacement and running with him and Malik Davis, right? And keeping the running back position in the low cost side of things, et cetera. I think that many teams would do that. But chances are the Cowboys want one of them. And I, I, I don't think that keeping Ezekiel Elliott and moving on from Tony Pollard would be smart at all. So I'm okay with tagging Pollard. I really am. Yeah, I think that, you know, running back is an overpaid position in the NFL. I think that the way to go would probably be in the most efficient of ways uh, to keep drafting running backs and keep, you know, having young rookie deal players at the position. But Pollard, to me, is good enough for a short-term salary cap commitment. And even if a $10 million franchise tag is not flexible in terms of the salary cap, I think that you can live with it if it's a one-year thing. Because once more, I think the salary cap is very, very easy to manipulate. And I think that the Cowboys can get over it. I'm more convinced about tagging Pollard than I am about a long-term commitment with Pollard, even if it's not, you know, even if it doesn't make him the top paid running back in the market or anything like that. I'm more comfortable with the one-year commitment. So I would say, yeah, it can be a good idea to tag Pollard. Reggie Bowser says, Seek is still a beast. Uh, Reggie says, I would not. We have Seek and Davis and draft another, says Reggie. Ezekiel Elliott, I do think he's not like a bad running back or anything like that. I, I don't think that he's bad. I think that it's just a bad contract that the Cowboys would benefit from, you know, moving on or at least reaching that pay cut that we have discussed at length. Are we keeping sick? And is he taking a pay cut? Says Brett. Uh, says Brett, excuse me. Uh, I think it sounds like the Cowboys want to keep him. It sounds like they want him to take the pay cut. Might come down to what the numbers are actually, you know, the, the ones that are brought on, on that negotiating table. Seek needs to take a pay cut of at least $6 million or something like that to make the numbers work. We had a show about this earlier in the in the year, maybe about two weeks ago. We had a show breaking down the Ezekiel Elliott contract situation, what the pay cut would look like, some key numbers to consider. Seek would probably have to take a pay cut of over 50% to make it work. So I wouldn't dismiss the possibility of the Cowboys releasing sick when the time comes. But I would probably say that the pay cut is the most likely one based on what the Cowboys want. If I were making the call, I would cut him, though. I would cut, I would cut them. Toxic Tom, straight up lying in the chat. He says, if we keep sick at any price, then I am not watching next year. That's a lie, Toxic Tom. Danny Savage says... Don't use a guy for four years and franchise him for a fifth year. Oh, yeah, it's not fair. I, I will say that. It's not fair. That's that's one of the 
tools that sucks the most under the current CBA and what NFL teams can do to NFL players. The franchise tag sucks completely. So that's that's a Cowboys catch up. Before I get out of here, I do want to I do want to share something with you. I mean, I know that this kind of personal news things uh can come off as as, you know, humble bragging or whatever, but I want to share it with you because you guys have supported me from day one here on the ADC Sports Dallas channel, and I'm excited to share with you and everyone who has supported ADC Sports uh, some news about the website, some news about, you know, uh, myself. First and foremost, ADC Sports is expanding once more. When I joined the company in 2020, there were two markets. It was Nashville at first, and we were about to launch Dallas. I was going to be a part of that launch at the time, just writing articles. 2021, the show started, primetime started. Uh, Will Steele, of course, joined the company. He had the, of course, uh, bringing his amazing shows to the table, growing little by little, right? Now we're up to 22 teams right now over at ADC Sports. Uh, a lot of new hires, a lot of promotions from in-house. Uh, Matthew Lennox, for example, because I know that you guys know Lennox because he's a Cowboys guy. He went from part-timer to full-timer, covers the NFL for ADC Sports now. Uh, Doug Kyatt, who was a pro football focus editor before, is now a part of ADC Sports as a conference manager. And myself, I'm also stepping up. So I wanted to share it with you because I'm excited about it. I'm stepping up from NFL writer to NFL division editor, and I couldn't be more excited about it. Basically, what that means is I will still write about the Cowboys. I will still do primetime, so no worries there. But I'm going to be doing some more editing stuff. I'm going to be covering the AFC South a little bit more closely. I'm going to be writing about my guy, Trevor Lawrence. So I'm excited about that because I'm going to be doing some Jaguars stuff too. But yeah, I'm excited, man. Going to be working a lot with, with other writers more closely. It's going to be super fun. And I'm just excited about where ADC Sports is going in general. Austin and Zach, you know, the top dogs, the bosses have done a fantastic job growing this brand. But everyone involved, like I couldn't be more proud of everybody who is involved with ADC Sports. Uh, there's Evan Winter and... Doc Kite, two conference managers. Uh, Evan has been amazing. The writers from full-timers to part-timers, they all love the brand. They all love the company. It's so awesome to be a part of it. And thank you. Thank you all for your comments. <laughs> Toxic Tom says, tell him to bring me my money. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, keep up the woodwork. Oh, thank you, Lincoln. Thank you, Ines. Thank you, Gregory, Gilbert, Joey Bella. I appreciate it. I really, really do. And I'm excited about what's to come. The good news, though, the, the best news of them all is that this doesn't affect primetime in any shape, way, or form. I'm going to be here every single night, Sunday through Thursday at 8 p.m. Central. So expect more of the show over the next few days and the next few weeks and months and years because we're not going anywhere. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining the show. That will be it for me tonight here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Excited about what's to come. And I will see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central, 
we have a very special show tomorrow night because we're going to have a guest. We're going to talk about the scouting combine. We're going to talk about some Cowboys draft stuff. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Toxic Tom, Miller. Thank you so much. And I will see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central, prime time, brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Check out the ride of the week over there. And I will see you mañana. Muchísimas gracias. Nos vemos. Bye-bye.